generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome to Checks and Balances. I'm Michael Vincent. This is James Blair. And this week, we've got Luke Kemmies from Keep the Change podcast to run through our 2023 predictions and see what we got right last year. So we've got Luke with us today, people's accountant, just like people's accountant, uh, host of Keep the Change podcast, which is doing exceptionally well, Luke, well done. Thank you. And also uh, your main job is being an accountant (laughs) uh, and uh, director of Next Advisory. So thank you for giving us a little bit of your time. No problems. The accounting bit sounds boring, right? So uh, (laughs) we'll steer away from that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I want to hear your predictions for the accounting industry for 2023. (laughs) Uh, They're still boring by the end of the year. (laughs) So today's going to be a little bit of fun. We've done, I think this is our third predictions episode. Luke, you get the privilege of judging us for our old predictions. <laughs> and what you can do is when we go, hey, Luke, you want to come back to review your predictions? Go, sorry, guys, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to, it's going to be two parts. We're going to review our predictions from last year to see how right we were, Mike. I don't even know if, I can't even remember what the predictions were. Have I ever got a prediction right? Yeah. I mean, it's just a volume game like economists, right? You're eventually going to pick a recession. And then we're all going to have two predictions each for 2023. So let's not muck around at all. Let's get uh, straight into 2022's predictions and see how we did. Yeah, cool. So um, I'm actually going to say we're not at the bottom of the bear market yet. Um, and I know this isn't specifically to the stock market, although I do think it will continue to slide a bit further for a number of reasons. Some of those are uh, to come up in my other predictions. So, Mike, you've just made the statement, the markets. Uh, it's very well played from a politician's perspective. I have no idea what market we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> in terms of how you did. I was talking about the Eurodashi Japanese bond market. <laughs> and mate, has it bottomed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of how you did, the so this was about seven months ago. Uh, the S&P 500, which is just the index we'll use, is back about 4% over that period of time. So not bad. The property market, Mike, how's the property market done? Back about 10% regional differences not taken into account. So what do you reckon, Luke? Do we, do we give that to him as a win? I reckon that's a pass, mate. You know, he did say. There was no way it could fail. (laughs) (laughs) Nowhere near the bottom yet. You can't wipe the smile off my face. This is the first prediction I've ever got right. Yeah. All right. Let's jump on to number two, which I don't think is going to work out very well for me, but let's have a look. My first prediction is we are at the bottom of the market. So not only am I 1-0, but James is 0-1. This is unheard of. I'm I'm, I'm shocked. It's like my amateur boxing record. (laughs) (laughs) At which we stand for 
own too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, what, yeah. What were you thinking? Well, with the amateur boxing, or? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he was also um, in the air force, right? So, um, and the story gets bigger over time. He's now like seven foot five. Yeah, um, <laughs> I rallied in the second round, but it wasn't enough. Anyway, Luke, I, I assume your question is about the prediction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, everything's obvious in hindsight, isn't it, Luke? Sorry. And the thing you got to know about me is I am an optimist. I'm always thinking things are going well. Um, I will say share market's only back about 4%. So it wasn't too far off. Will it go further down? I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see about our predictions for 2023. My prediction, next prediction is I think inflation is at the top or very close to the top. So we've seen in New Zealand uh, a month or so ago, 6.9% inflation over 12 months. There's a lot of people kind of wondering where that top is or maybe we've hit that top. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised if inflation for the next quarter sort of hit that kind of somewhere between seven and seven and a half percent number. I think it could move a, a little bit. I didn't know we had Tony Alexander on the podcast. This, to this be is... honest, mate, you had us in the first half with the, we think it's hit peak. For once in your life, you just needed to stop talking and you would have, you, you would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I called it was at the top and then I go, it can probably go to seven, seven and a half. We're at 7.2%, I think over 12 months. Luke, am I getting the W on that one? We'll give it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just soft. Yeah. I'm yeah. too nice around yeah. 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 Mike's like, this bullshit rep. What are you talking about? Um, so there you go. One and one. Can I get my boxing record to one and one? That would be exceptional. All right. Let's move on to the next one as Mike is full of disappointment. Elon Musk won't buy Twitter. Didn't he not buy Twitter already? No, nah, look, he's put it on pause, but... It's a terrible acquisition. The market's tanked since he um, started this whole endeavor. He is going to use any excuse to get out of this deal. I don't care if he doesn't like the toilet roll, roll in the toilet, if he doesn't like the biscuits in the lunchroom, he's going to use any excuse to get out of it. All right, Luke, what do we reckon about uh, Mike's Elon Musk prediction? I think this photo says it all. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's how he's feeling about the purchase at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, got to be one of the worst buys ever. I don't know if the stock price is saying that at the moment, Mike. Oh, God, here um, we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's definitely uh, ruffled a few feathers since he got there, but um, you're wrong. I was wrong. He did try and get out of it. He couldn't get out of it, so he had to make the purchase. The second bit of my uh, prediction where I say it's a terrible purchase, I'm definitely right. Mike just double downs on everything. <laughs> I would not be surprised if it's like a prediction that goes, give me more time. Um, all right, let's jump on to the last prediction to review. I called it in the previous one, house prices to plateau over three years. Your boy's been right over year one. I think I'm going to be right over the next two years. Yeah, um, I was really wrong. The other thing I, yeah, every time, every night I go home, see, see my wife Hannah, I'm like, yep, I was really wrong. I've got lots of practice at kind of putting the hand up. I mean, I get like over the long run, you could probably still be right in the fact that they may end up in the same position or a similar position to where they were when you first made the prediction, maybe, but mm, I, don't I don't think, think so. What do you reckon, there. Luke? Nah, mate, they've gone down. Yeah. Forget yeah. about it. There's no plateau around here. This is Tongariro or Rupayu. We're in a crevasse. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've reviewed the ones. Ravi, we'll have to tally up the scores there because that was all over the shop. Um, but hey, you just keep predicting things and they sound good when you post them. And then later on, you see what happens. Let's jump into our predictions for 2023. Michael Magic Vincent, can you kick us off? Please. I can. Um, so again, you know, 
if you've if you've been a fan of the show and you've watched since I made my first predictions a couple of years ago, they were pretty wild. Um, so I'm going to pitch a soft one so I can at least get one run on the board for uh, for next year. Uh, my first prediction is that um, with the housing market, house prices will continue to slide this year, but transaction volumes will actually be up on last year in terms of the amount of houses sold and bought. So one thing I've learned about reviewing predictions is you can't let might get away with a very soft one with no specifics. So the term slide, yeah. house prices will slide. Let's get a definition around that, please. Uh, 5% to 10% from here. Five, two, ten. Yeah. Yeah. Are you looking for a decimal point there, Luke? <laughs> yeah, but I'm an accountant, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like such a widespread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So five, which, six, seven, eight, or nine, or ten. Yeah. 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 What, what do you think, Luke, in terms of property? Uh, yeah, in terms of Mike's prediction. Uh, too light. Down 15%. From here, yeah, easily. Ooh. Is that your prediction? Yeah, am I we, that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. We just, I mean, like you know, uh, I intro the I intro the predictions. I go, all right, Luke, time for you to straight into it. No, no, no. I like this. I like this. So when I'm saying going to be down five to ten percent, he uh, means up to fifteen percent. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 makes you say actually? I think I can tack another five percent uh, on top of that and 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 be right. I don't think the hurt's here yet. So I don't think people have been forced to sell. And I think mm. when people will be, get forced to sell, that'll create the FOMO on the downside. Yep. And that will happen quite quickly. But I don't think it'll happen till the back end of 2023. Mm -hmm. And that will obliterate the housing market and bring some rebalance back to it. Yep. Okay. Mike, I mean, you're a mortgage broker. You're having these conversations with people rolling off all the time. When they mm. do roll off at the moment, how are those conversations? Like, how are people able to service the additional interest cost? Yeah, look, to be honest... Um, some people know, um, but most people will be able to make it work. And actually, this is going to come into one of my other predictions, but I'll cut to the chase now. Because transaction volume is down and because bankers love record profits, you will actually start to see banks really put some competition out there in the market for their interest rates. You've already seen it now, um, now some of the big banks, 4.99 for one year, 5.99 for one year plus cash. Um, so... That is for new business. They'll want market share. They want to keep their books growing to keep the numbers looking good. So, yep, don't get me wrong. Uh, and they will have gone out and bought a whole lot of money when it was cheap because they knew that this was coming. The, the Reserve Bank has telegraphed these interest rate rises for a long time. They're not done. They can see this. Um, so I would think, yep, there is going to be some uh, hurt in the market, but I don't think it's going to be as bad as people think because there will be competition for interest rates. Yeah, that's how I feel about this year or up is I can create quite a good argument either way for yeah. what's going to happen um, in terms of where inflation's at, um, what will happen to the share market, um, unemployment, but then, mm. and then you've got like the floods, the cyclones, mm. which create. Yeah. Interesting. So was there a second prediction in there or are you holding that back? No, I mean, look, it is. Um, no, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll just roll it into one. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, all righty. My first prediction is... Your boy's an optimist. I will stay an optimist till the day I die. The share market will go up 10% in 2023. From where it is today? It will go up 10% in 2023. How much has it gone up already? Look, I wasn't <laughs> expecting... I say a lot of things that go, you know, either you're not paying attention. Can we not ask specifics? All right. It went up... Went I up, talk in facts, yeah, not numbers. Yeah. Yeah. It went up about 7% in January. All oh, right, so there's only another three to go. Well, I'm talking about across the whole year. 
Um, I feel like I'm getting egged into a more aggressive. You want me to get more aggressive? No, I want you to be. <laughs> yeah, I want you to be more aggressive. All right. I've I, been called out on a 5% spread here, so you're going to need to call Yeah, out. yeah, that was tough. Luke, I Give us say. the range. So the range is January through to December, 10%. That's that's what I was saying. I'll, I'll make it more interesting. I'll say 15. Have you ever thought about being a judge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll, I mean, he's, he's sitting in the middle for yeah, a reason. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll say it'll go up 15% across 2023 and then i've always got the original prediction to go back to if i want ravi to cut this and give him a christmas bonus okay um so the reason i think that is i don't think that's going to happen to the housing market at all i think as soon as inflation starts to kind of like um uh balance out and starts to slowly slowly drop over time we'll be off to the races again with the share market it's if you look at history it's hard to hard to keep it down over a long enough period of time uh so 15%. All right, with. we've got you locked in. Okay, then, so let's go. Luke, give us one of your predictions. Well, this one's probably going to surprise some people, but I'm going to say that there will be no change in government in 2023. Ooh. So to give you some data to back this That's up. That's great prediction. That this is so bizarre, is that in New Zealand, you're not allowed to gamble on who will be the next prime minister. But in Australia, you are. So in Australia, the market is set to national winning the next election at $1.25. Yep. So it's basically a certainty in terms of gambling. Labor, $3.80. But I believe that we will not see a change in government. Now, do you lads remember when you're at school, a, a form of a lolly scramble where yep. you're allowed to do that? Sometimes they'd come out of a plane, they'd throw them. Yep. You can't even do that anymore, right? Yeah. But I believe that as we get closer to the election, this will become a legal lolly scramble of cash where they will just find ways to buy votes and people vote in their self-interest. And I just think that Labour will be better at it than National in terms of selling the dream of what you're going to get by voting for them. And we'll see this market completely change. And National won't be able to form a government and Labour will stay in power. And also, there's never been a government who hasn't made three terms since MMP was introduced. So that would mean that Labour are the first yeah. not to get three terms since MMP was introduced. All of our subscribers have just unsubscribed. <laughs> you I know, apologize. It's, it's taken us what, 18 all of the, months. Look. All of the New Zealand first voters. They won't be allowed on, <laughs> oh, on will I? Yeah. That's um, my last pod. That, I mean, in, interesting prediction. And I, I, I'm going to take a slightly different view. I think that the government probably will change because I actually don't think that this election being a cash lolly scramble will be any different to any other election being a cash lolly scramble. Um, you know, uh, that is generally what politicians and political parties do every time around um, to equal degrees. You know, uh, if this person's throwing out this cash, they'll throw out this cash. So, yep, I think we are going to see a very large lolly scramble this time um, from both sides of the equation. Um, but I actually think that it will make no difference whatsoever and you probably will see a shift to national. What do you think about the impact of people rolling off their home loans? And feeling more pain in their pocket, and you know everybody wants somebody to blame, and usually it's the government. Do you think that will have an impact? Well, I also saw a stat that voting for a prime minister is directly correlated to the value of housing in New Zealand. Mm. So that does not bode well for Labor, and probably why Jacinda decided to get out of the role, if that's going to hold true. And yeah, I do think you're right. People will default to below the line. They'll believe that it is. It's directly the government's fault. Mm -hmm. So that's going to work against me. But I just feel like they've got something up their sleeve and we're going to see it get revealed. They've definitely got a little bit more of a fresh look and um, with Cindy gone and Chris Hipkins in. And also very impressive that um, 
there was no infighting with that transition as well. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've learned something new today is that we can't actually gamble on who the next prime minister yeah. is going to be. So we'll wait till the camera's not rolling to shake hands. Um, anyway, James. Who did you make that bet with down the street, Mike? Then? <laughs> yeah. James, next prediction. Yep. Uh, so it kind of links with the share market one. Inflation has peaked. So I think inflation's at 7.2%. I don't think it's going any higher. Inflation takes a long time to work itself out and kind of mellow out to that range that the Reserve Bank's looking for, that 1% to 3% over the long term. But I, I think a lot of the, I think it's, uh, it's worked. I don't think we're out of the woods. I don't think everything's uh, resolved in terms of where interest, what happens to interest rates next. But I think uh, inflation will start to drop. Yeah, so I take um, the opposite view there. I think that the inflation in the economy is far more intrinsic than people realize um, and that actually it is going to take a lot longer to curb the inflation and that actually it's got a bit left to run yet. Um, yeah, I just I just think that um, some there are a lot of numbers in finance and economics and the way that things are reported uh, and that you can hide a lot of bad information in the data. Even if you look at something simple like the unemployment rate, which a lot of people tie to inflation in different ways, you know, you've got to be actively looking for work for uh, the unemployment, you know, to be counted in the unemployment rate. And I think COVID plus um, the recessions, these sorts of things, people give up looking for work in default um, to maybe just being on the, the dole. Um, and that actually there's a lot more inflation hidden in those numbers than uh, than we can actually see. The thing that I will say about that is the floods and the cyclone, um, kind of like Christchurch with the earthquake, does create a lot of work. Mm. And I do wonder what the impact will be around that. What do you think is going to happen to inflation? Yeah, I'm with Mike on this one. I think we'll see, we'll still be at about a 5 to 5.5% inflation rate at the end of 2023. Yep. Now, one thing I noticed only just this weekend is that you start to see what the median income in New Zealand is when you can base it off of what the government are using for visas coming into the country around yeah. jobs and stuff. Mm. Pre the pandemic, it was around $53,000. Now it's about $62,500 mm. that they're calling a median. Mm. So in that time, our tax rates haven't changed. So when people get the minimum wage, for example, goes up by 7% and people say, well, that's in line with inflation. That's not true because once you take tax off of that, mm. people are left with only about a 5% increase. Mm. So we're actually seeing quite a large increase in the median income. And I think they'll change the way that the tax rates work at the 2023 election, but that won't happen until March 2024 at the earliest yeah, yeah. for us to then be able to change those things. So I think you'll see people getting more income to try and combat uh, inflation and then the creep of the tax bracket. So they'll keep spending all of that and we'll just still see more inflationary pressure and end up above that 5% rate by the end of 2023. If you think I haven't just picked up, you've slipped in tax chat into yeah. this podcast. <laughs> I have picked it up. Um, I don't disagree. Do you think, uh, sorry, I know we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up in a second. Do you think they're going to change the tax rates? Because it's been an overdue for such a long period of time, yeah. right? Mm. I think they have to because enough people understand it now. So our tax rates aren't indexed to inflation. They are in other countries. They haven't changed these since 2010. And it is netting the government over a billion dollars extra every year in tax. Yeah. Now, a change in tax rates isn't a, a you know, a policy to to bring advantage back to the people. It's literally just balancing out the money that shouldn't be taken from the individuals of New Zealand because that could then be spent the way that they would choose to do it. So I think people are understanding that enough now to the point that both of the big parties are going to have to campaign on it mm. because people are going to wonder why isn't something happening yeah. in this space. Yeah, cool. Um, 
I just invited more tax chat off the back of that. Apologies, Mike. Mike, do you have another prediction or were they kind of mingled together, the two? Uh, they've all pretty much blended together. However, I'm going to make this three years in a row. Elon Musk steps <laughs> down as the CEO of Twitter and the company halves its value over the next 12 months. Halves the value? Yeah. Um, hey, he said he will step down, just has to find somebody suitable for the role. Oh, is it? What do you have to do? Cool. Yeah. 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 Please send it through to us. Maybe we'll do like a little um, reel on Instagram or something like that, reviewing the predictions that everybody's got. Make sure to check out Keep the Change. Yep. Um, Luke, there is no hiding. We will find you to come. We're probably going to have to wait till October <laughs> to review the election one. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Please make sure to subscribe, give us a review, and we will catch you next week. Cheers. <laughs>